What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Army Podcast. It is Saturday, June 13th, 2020. I saw a PS5 waifu. <laughs> I saw two PS5 waifus on Twitter today. I think I saw a third one. It and was... then I went on like this whole website, and there was like a bunch of them. There was like <laughs> videos, and no, I'm just kidding. And I saw literally within two hours of the reveal of what the console looks like, people already had big titty PS5s. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that happened on, and that was like what, Wednesday? No, Tuesday, Thursday. or was it Wednesday? I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it was, oh, th- it Thursday. was Thursday, hundred percent. Yeah, so Thursday they had like the big PS5 reveal, which was a big moment for the internet. Um, I, we don't really play console it's... games that much. We usually just play on PC. Yeah, so it's like I'm excited for it, but all I really use our console and like our current PlayStation Four is like watching twitch or like netflix or something right or even, even like netflix is through our tv now so i mean there's like there's like a couple games like spider-man but then i heard that's just being remastered it's not even a new game so like the, when i first saw it all going down i was like holy shit pog champ in the chat <laughs> this is an absolute poggers moment craigasm um like i'm hyped and then like, you like know, yeah all of our games don't release until 2021 but yeah you can buy the console in 2020 yeah, and then it's like also they're all available on PC and Xbox except for like the remaster Spider-Man, and I was like, "What's the point?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay, well, I mean, not only that, but the console itself is huge, dude. It's like that, it's literally what... the biggest console to ever exist. So it's gonna take up, which I guess it doesn't like. It's what's... not that big of a deal, but yeah. And what's so like funny is that I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess people. I mean, console wars will always exist. It's always like PlayStation versus Xbox, you know, like it's it'll always be a thing. Yeah, it's more of a, people just do it for memes now. Yeah, yeah. But like Xbox One versus PS4, when those were first coming yeah, out, yeah, that, that was, was like serious. Like people would like lose friends and shit over it, like not even a meme. And one of like the biggest gripes I remember at the time was that PlayStation's, that PlayStation fans had with the Xbox One was how like big and like, bulky it is and like oh i don't have enough space on my entertainment center i don't have like it's too big it's like yeah the the, you know it was just like what like you know now this obviously comes out and it's double not double the size but it's just it's bigger than the original xbox one yeah so so it's like like, oh you guys you guys gonna keep complaining now you know um i i'm i'm interested to see how xbox claps back because there's like rumors going around that they're like their big press conferences in like two weeks or so so i guess we'll see i'm really interested to see that it's also supposed to be like e3 this week which is always so cool yeah i, I love the the week of e3 it's the time of the year where everything gets announced for uh, the end whether it's the for games or just tech overall i think we actually talked about on the podcast last year Did I, we? I don't remember if we were recording the podcast this time of the year last year but regardless we watched E3 every year for the past like. For those of you who don't know, E3 is years. like a like an event. Where well, probably ten years now. It's like an event where it's just like it's it's in it's in LA. It's at the Staples Center, and it's just all these big companies get together and announce all their new gaming stuff for like a week or so. But with, with all the Corona stuff going on. Yeah. There was no event this year, so it's all online. That's probably how it's going to be in the future years as well. 
I mean, that's how majority of people view it anyways. I guess right. E3 was an online conference, though, technically, as mm-hmm. well. As well as, like, a... a but there was, like, a, a stage and, like, stage Keanu and Reeves randomly and yeah. a bunch of stuff. There's just, like, more hype and you get more, like, videos online because there's a bunch of, like, content creators at E3 making videos and, like, interviews and, like, on hands and yeah. stuff like that. So... I hope it doesn't go away, but it wouldn't surprise me if this was kind of like the, we're just going to do it digitally now. Speaking of games and stuff, there's a uh, really popular clip going around on Twitter right now. It's a clip of this streamer, and she's like making a whole speech into the mic. (laughs) And at the very, very end of it, like music starts to fade in, and then like an old Call of Duty montage starts... (laughs) It starts to go, and like the guy does like trick shots and shit. It's mm-hmm. honestly, I think it's really cool. Robert and I have been singing <laughs> the song to it for the past twenty four hours nonstop. Can, can we play this song? Why not? Yeah, I mean, okay, I can like at least have them listen to the clip. It's thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah, the song is "The Kill" by Thirty Seconds to Mars, but yeah, you can play the clip. Dude, it's so perfect, man. It's so like at the very end it just it ends with him doing like a 720 ladder stall off of like Favela in Modern Warfare 2 and like no scoping a guy across the map and there's it, a good amount of people who don't know what that means, but <laughs> you, you know what? It's yeah. really cool regardless if, if you know what it is or not. Yeah. And you and I were talking about that last night a little bit about how just like legendary of a game Modern Warfare was. Like it was just so yeah. broken. Like if Modern Warfare 2 dropped today, it just People would flame it like there's no tomorrow. The game would just be nerfed. There'd be like 20 hotfixes off the rip. Like stopping power would just like be removed entirely. It would be vaulted. Dual shock. Yeah, dual shock. You know what I mean? And But I feel like people underestimate how much fun just like a f- OPS broken game can be. You know? When everybody's OP. Yeah. Like uh, the guns had zero recoil. Like the RPD was just on like a skid row. Like on the stairs, just looking lasers. down. Yeah, you're just shooting lasers, and it's just like, of course, it's it's all broken. The interventions and snipers, you could, like, they were so the hit reg was just like through the roofs. It was impossible to miss, but like that's what made it so much fun, and like it was just amazing. You could just pop stomp. Yeah, and it was just so good, and so just like seeing that clip, like it brings the, back so many memories from when we were growing up in, in middle school. Yeah. And there's like this one mechanic that they show in there. It's called like silent shotting. And oh, if that's you, what like, it was called. Yeah. And if you, so you could have a throwing knife in the game. And if you shoot and right when you shoot, you pull out your throwing knife, your camera will like tilt to the side and your, your shot will just be silent. Like you can't hear anything at all, even though you don't have a silencer on your gun. And it was just like so cool. And it was like, it was just, it was like frame perfect. So if you could pull it off, yeah, the game was fucking legendary is what I'm saying. Yeah, I remember going to like the midnight launches for for all those games and whatnot mm-hmm. at GameStop and stuff. Speaking of GameStop, that reminds me of our, our video that we released today. If you're listening to this, you probably know what the show "What Would You Do" is. If you don't, then it's a, a show where they get like these actors to 
It's a social experiment. Yeah, it's like a social experiment type thing. They get these actors to do something that would get people's reactions. So, for example, the one that we made a video on, there's these two guys, and they're in a GameStop, and then there's like this girl with the counter playing a game. They set it up to where like the two guys are bullying the girl playing the game. Like, oh, you can't play games. You're a girl. Oh, you shouldn't be playing that. They try to get people's reactions for the show mm-hmm. and post the best ones. Honestly, the show is really good. Yeah. I think it's it's so interesting to see how how willing people are to speak up, you know, especially in like a fucking GameStop. <laughs> Something I thought was funny about it was one of the actors had an interview with Cody Ko on his video about it. And he was talking about how the show is filmed in New Jersey. And like everybody in New Jersey <laughs> at all times is just like living life on edge edge because you never know when john kiana is gonna pop out <laughs> like any like yeah anything like kind of going down in public it's like oh it's, a, it's an event um, yeah it's like oh john kiana's come on out i know you're out there you know i know you said gamestop but it's like called a game exchange which i didn't even know existed yeah it's probably like, what that was a game exchange it probably was just like an actual gamestop they just couldn't use the gamestop name. you think so maybe yeah maybe Either that or it was just like an EB Games that just went out of business. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Does EB Games still exist? I think they have some in Canada, right? Probably. Oh, yeah. And I know we mentioned last week that we, you know, sent Tana Mojo a DM through her OnlyFans. And she actually responded to it. We're supposed to make a community post about it, which we are going to. Uh, So we pretty much said the same thing we said in our video about the toothbrush video. And then we sent another message off camera where we link her the video that we made and we mentioned like, oh, hey, the last message was a joke, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. And she responded and said, once again, we all knew I'd be here eventually. And then she sent another message and said, I'll take a peek. So Tana's a sub now. I'm convinced that, no, she's not. Yeah, she she, there's, there's not a chance that she clicked it. <laughs> and even if she did watch it, it's not like she's going to, mention it we literally say her only fans is not worth it in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like hey tana watch this video of us talking about your only fans and it's like so is tana mojo's only fans worth it no not really <laughs> so she probably just honestly blocked us after that did you know people use only fans kind of like patreon a little bit as well yeah. it's not it's not just like nude content and stuff like yeah people can people use it for i feel like that's kind of got to be like a meme though because I mean, it's it's not only for nude content, but like Patreon's also for nude content, but it's not really known for that. But OnlyFans is, so I feel like using OnlyFans as like a substitute for Patreon would just be a little, I guess, strange because it has like that, like, pornography stigma to it. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like it's like uploading hey! your, it's like uploading your YouTube videos to Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, go for it, but. I mean, that's not we're, what we're really here yeah, for. Yeah, nobody's there for that. <laughs> so I just like, yeah, it's like your average person. Like imagine if like you were like doing extra videos or extra podcasts, like behind the scenes stuff and you put on OnlyFans and like some guy or girl's like a fan and they'd like sub to the OnlyFans and like their spouse or something sees it. Oh, and he's like, yeah. oh, no, I swear it's for the R&B podcast. I, I promise you. I feel like you might as well just go to Patreon for that. Unless it's, like, for the memes, of course. Like, if we hit 50,000 subs. But yeah, in, in the video, we said we were going to start a, uh, an OnlyFans if we hit 50,000 subs. And if we do hit it, I don't even know what we're going to post on it. We're going to get to, like, 49,000 subs. 
and then YouTube's gonna do like a sub wipe. <laughs> yeah, get rid of all like the the inactive. Yeah, and we go we drop back down to I don't know forty something thousand. Speaking of YouTube and uh, like Twitch and all that, people are now getting banned for playing music on their live stream, like on Twitch. Yeah, it it's sucks. so lame because like we we went live last night. And it's not, like, a big deal to have, like, lo-fi in the background, you know? It's just not the but same it, as Little Uzi or something. Yeah, it's, like, not the same. You're not, like... It's just a whole different vibe, you know? Like, if you're just, like, chilling, playing games, then it's different to just have, like, lo-fi. Because you're just hanging out. It's just very, like, chill. Even even then, though, it's nice to, like, listen to normal music. But, like, copyright-free stuff... I just, like... I don't know, man. It's all it's, headbanger EDM, which is fine sometimes, but, like... even then... It's like that's not unless you're like on no copyright sounds. Yeah. So I mean, I like the picture. Twitch is kind of like you're hanging out with like the streamer that you're watching, and it's kind of like you're just like kicking with friends. So if you're watching somebody play a game, I just like it's kind of like if you're in real life hanging out and you're like watching them play a game, or like playing a game together, or if they're just if they're like watching videos or just talking, it's like if you're just hanging out in real life. Just, you know what I mean? So like, imagine like you're hanging out in real life and you're just like talking about just shooting the shit and you just have like hardcore EDM going on in the background, you know? And so just try to like, I guess like picture that and how like not having normal music playing would just kind of affect it. It's just, it's a whole different vibe. Yeah. There's not, I mean, a lot of streamers were tweeting at music artists like, yeah, yo, that's can, I, cool. can I use your music? And the thing is, is like a lot of music artists don't really have, they don't have say over I, yeah. whether or not they get to use the music in stream. Some, some do though, like, 21 Savage, he uh, he owns the rights to all of his music, so right. he can say, like, yeah, go for it. But the people who then, are, think, like... Is Little Tekka one of them? I know he said you can use it, but does he, like... Does he can, think... Can, he does can... he know that you can... That... I don't know if he's, like, if he's with a label or, like, what label he's with, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's not... Like, once you sign with a label like that, like, you make the music. You don't own the music anymore. You don't really have say in... That's such a weird trade-off. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. I get why and everything. But it just... It's weird to say that you can't tell other... You don't have the right to tell other people that they can use the song that you made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're getting paid. They got paid a lot of money to, to sell it. But I don't know. I feel like if I was a musician, I would want people to be able to use my music in any form of content that mm -hmm. they wanted to. But then, it, but then it's like th this label comes down and they're like, hey, give us the rights to your music and we'll put you on like Spotify top charts. We'll put you on like rap caviar. We'll put you in like people's daily mixes. No, and, I like, get we'll, it. Like, I get why people will sell for we'll it. We'll put you on a billboard in New York. And it's and, like, it's definitely worth selling. Yeah. But I mean, how did 21 Savage manage to own the rights, but still... Well, he might be independent. I don't know if he's with a label or not. Like Russ, like you could probably, you could listen to Russ, all of Russ's music and be fine because he owns all of his shit. He's yeah, an there's a reason why people aren't playing <laughs> his music on streams, <laughs> dude. Honestly, people love to like roast Russ, but no, I, I don't. I don't. I, I think his music is fine. I don't. I don't mind it. I think yeah, it's, it's some. He has some good songs. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind his music either. And I think people. I also don't really like. I think people get mad at him because he speaks against like the norm. So yeah, and it's well. I think people's big gripe with them is that like a long time ago, um. You know, like in the rap, in the rap culture, and like in the rap scene, it's very common to like do a lot of drugs and just like always sip on fucking lean, and you know what I mean. And like, um, he was kind of speaking against that, like, "Hey, man, or hey, hey, guys, you know, we shouldn't be. You guys are us. like, yeah, you guys are talking about like sipping lean and shit, and that's fine, but like, 
this 14 year old just got caught up in all that because like he listens to like the music and gets inspired by it and like thinks it's like cool and hip and like you know he gets into it and like he's on the verge of fucking death and so he's like speaking out against it like and he was wearing some t-shirt that was like uh something something like drugs and lean don't make you fucking cool something 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 which i thought was fine i thought it was like an interesting obviously yeah, I, I obviously rappers was... can do whatever, whatever the hell they want if you want to rap about cocaine and banging hookers you can do that you can, you know what i mean it's not like i don't it's it's an interesting take you know because it's like in one hand you're just rapping about what you want to rap about and just have fun and just like that's what makes it so good but on the other hand, you have to like recognize your influence. Yeah, I can I can see both sides to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have anything like a lot of people have shit against Rust. Yeah, there's like they fuck see, Rust. Yeah, they, like, they say that he's like a plant, like a music industry plant. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think so. Didn't the guy release so. like over a hundred songs on SoundCloud before he even oh way more before than he even blew up? Okay, even even a bigger point, he posted yeah, he, over a hundred songs on SoundCloud before he even got a little bit of clout. He has proof, and like all, for us, it's all, it's kind of what he raps about a lot is how he's just been in the industry for like seven years, like getting or seven to eight years, I think it was, like just with zero plays, like zero recognition, like just scraping by, just doing it, like putting out more music than anybody, and you know just getting zero recognition, and then all of a sudden he pops off, and he's just like, I deserve this shit, man. Like I, I think I think people, all people also think he's like a little cocky, which I think he can be at times what rapper but it's, it's, isn't cocky I was, I was gonna say that though too it's like oh i don't like russ because he's cocky okay name name one rapper you like that isn't cocky <laughs> you know it's like that's just the name of the game so i never really understood that argument either some people just genuinely don't like his music which is fine as well blake doesn't like eminem's music dude i, I don't like i don't like eminem's music either honestly i, <laughs> I cannot can't stand it. i cannot stand listening to eminem's music yeah his i just Nothing against the guy himself. I just don't like his rap voice or like the flow to any of his songs. I just can't. Like I, if I hear Eminem's music, I just, I just yeah. have to. I turn it down immediately. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not denying the guy is not a legend. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, he changed the rap the scene, but I just don't fuck with his music. <laughs> like put it this way, I would rather. I've said this on Twitter before. I'm, I'm not joking. I would rather listen to Rice Gum's music than Eminem's music. I'm not joking. I, a lot of people hate me for saying that. It's just the truth. Wait, did you put that on Twitter? Yeah. It's yeah, like, I'm like to... a year and a half ago. Did you? Let me retweet that real quick. Yeah, one of the cool things about all these artists, though, especially the younger ones, they they all grew up watching Twitch and mm-hmm. YouTube and stuff. So they, they understand what content creation is and why being able to use music in content is helpful for them mm-hmm. so like for instance like little tekka yeah. i just saw on twitter before we started recording he posted like one of his old trick shot clips from black ops yeah and he's like and he and then he replied to him he's like you guys don't want to see my montage devil emoji and people are like drop it drop it you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like this it's like this culture of um it's, I don't know, it's just so cool to just see like the new artists like like you're saying just kind of understand it all yeah Anyways, guys, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast, rate the podcast, everything else. And we will see you guys next week. See you guys.